Welcome to the Talking Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Will Cheshire. And in this podcast, I speak with impact-driven founders and share their real-time stories about how their solution has a positive impact on society. This is a show for founders, investors, and all individuals looking for some positivity and optimism as you hear from people working hard to help better our society and our planet. You can expect to learn about some awesome new products and services in this show that will bring you more hope in our quest to solve some of society's biggest issues. Let's dive in to this week's episode of the Talking Solutions Podcast. Welcome into a special end of year episode of the Talking Solutions Podcast. That's right. We are closed down on 2022. By the time you listen to this, it might be 2023. So this is just a quick recap. My year in review with the podcast. And this, of course, my first full year being able to do the podcast. And that in and of itself, I feel, is a good accomplishment. So I'm very happy and excited that I've gotten to the point where I've been able to go one full calendar year with this podcast. I've across 50 episodes in total now, and I've had the opportunity to speak with so many awesome startup founders and nonprofit owners and business coaches and things of that nature as well who are providing solutions to societal issues and problems. And I have learned so much from each and every one of my guests. It is something that I feel is is a great privilege and and an honor that I have to be able to do this and and have an opportunity to learn as much as I do as somebody who loves to learn and considers themselves a, a lifelong learner who's constantly trying to learn new things and find new ideas and see what things might work in the future to solve different problems. So certainly an exciting time for me. And I just wanted to take this episode to kind of, number one, talk about the importance of reflection. I think it's really important to reflect on what you've accomplished and how far you've come since you've really started whatever journey that you're on, whether that be in podcasting as a business owner, as a founder, as an employee, as somebody working out, as somebody trying to learn a new language, you know, whatever it is it might be that you're working on. I think the power of reflection is very strong and your ability to see just how far you've made it is very important. And that's exactly what I think uh, I've done with this podcast. And, and I'm going to look back and talk to that. Number two, what I've learned from the podcast the first full year, and that includes podcasting as a business, that includes ways that I would maybe approach things differently, what has and hasn't worked in my podcast approach. And then also, in addition to that, startups that inspire me and what I've learned from the founders and these nonprofit uh, owners and things of that nature as well, and all the great things that we've talked about throughout 2022 and the great solutions that we learned about here on the podcast. And of course, what to look forward to next year in 2023. I think that that's also something that I'm excited about and looking forward to hear about as well. So let's get to it. First thing that I really want to touch on out of the four things that we kind of just talked about and overviewed is the importance of reflection. Again, I I can't stress, at least for me, how important it is for me to be able to kind of stop, take a breath, turn around and look at what I've accomplished and where I've started and where I'm at now. I feel like we're always constantly finding things that we can improve on or ways that we want to get better or things that we want to work towards that we forget to look back at the actual progress that we've been making. And that's something that 
is really important towards keeping your confidence and staying positive and staying optimistic on what you're working on and also showing progress and, and reflecting and seeing that what you're doing is actually working on that front. Or maybe it's not working and there's some ways that you can make some adjustments that will improve what you're working towards on that front. So it's something for me that I think is really powerful and important that you reflect on this. And, and it's a big reason why I'm doing this show in this episode, because it's giving me the opportunity to kind of look back at what I've done on the podcast and figure out some ways that maybe I can improve. But it also tells me how far I've come on the podcast as well. You know, the podcast at the beginning of this year, I constantly was in a struggle to try to find new guests and people to get on and outreach and things of that nature as well. Now I'm at a point where I'm backed up through the end of February already, you know, with recorded episodes and uh, awesome topics with people reaching out to me, PR people asking if they're people that they represent can come on the show and things of that nature. And so the word has kind of gotten out a little bit more. And that's something that's really important for me on that front as well. You know, the last few months of my podcast have been some of the best performing months that we've had on the show since its inception. And that's something that's really, really great to see as well, to kind of see that progression and see that I've increased my listenership over, you know, 175% and continues to grow on that front as well. And it's something that I think is really important and something that gives me the the motivation to kind of keep going to see that it's kind of working on that front. So that's really exciting for me. But again, Whatever you do, make sure that you spend some time to reflect and whether you want to be cliche and use that at the end of the year, like a lot of people kind of do to reflect to see how their year went. That's fine. Whether you do it around your birthday, which, of course, is kind of your real end of year, right? That represents your real year uh, on Earth and things of that nature as well. That's great. Or if you just want to stop by every quarter, every month every week and just kind of look and grow and read back. You know, one thing that I suggest that I think works really well are bullet journals. Bullet journals do a fantastic job for me to really measure my progress and see where I'm coming from, especially because it's a snowballing effect. It just is kind of a growth process, right? So what I mean by that is each week, here's my process. Let's say the beginning of the month in January, what I'll be doing is setting up my yearly goals. And then I'll break those yearly downs into quarterly goals. And I'll break those down into monthly goals. And I'll break those down into weekly goals. And I'll break those down into daily to-dos and tasks. And what that does for me is it kind of makes me slowly build towards those end of year goals by breaking them down earlier. So it's kind of like your OKRs, your objectives and key results and things you have to kind of do on a regular basis to get there. Right. And the bullet journal allows me to kind of keep things organized. It gives me a chance to reflect. I think it's important to also do a little bit of entries. You can recap where you're at professionally. Uh, if you are comfortable and want to do it and express yourself from a personal level, you can do so on the journal as well. But it's a really great way to really kind of snowball yourself towards your goals and really get that rolling process going, but also to just kind of reflect on what you're doing. And you can read past entries, see where you're at Q1, now where you're at at Q4, and on that things of that nature as well. It's a really great way to measure that. I like to write reflection pieces typically at the end of every week. Also, I'll do every month, every quarter, every year. Uh, and you can find things that work better for you. Perhaps it's every day. It's good at the end of the night to just kind of write a recap of how you felt your day went and things of that nature. You know, that's something that works well uh, for people's too. You know, for me, I find it every other week or weekly, but more, more especially on a monthly basis. How did that month go? How did I feel? Where am I progressing? What new challenges do I have? What are some solutions that I can apply to beat those challenges? 
and things of that nature. So again, I think it's really important and being able to read back and look at what you've done Q1 and, and how you've been able to build to that where you're at Q4 is super important to see that growth and that reflection, right? I mean, as I mentioned before at the beginning, I wasn't getting anybody to outreach for me on the show. And now I'm getting people that want to be on the show, that want to talk to me, that want to highlight. I wasn't getting as much engagement on my social media channels. And now I have people DMing me, asking me questions about the show. What are my favorite episodes? How can they listen? What type of new content is coming? And things of that nature, which is, you know, again, one of those things that shows the growth of it. And that makes you positive and, and just makes you realize, okay, I can kind of keep applying and moving towards those next steps with momentum. And what I'm doing is working. I'm seeing that progress. I'm not just sitting there and just kind of putting out episodes to put out episodes, right? Like I'm trying to work towards something on that front. So again, I think that that's a really important aspect of what you're doing, no matter what you're doing, whether that's learning a new language, whether that's learning a new uh, skill, playing guitar, or learning how to dance, uh, you know, whether that's building your company and seeing your growth and clients and or customers acquisitions and things of that nature. Right. Or if it's something even more, you know, kind of advanced than that, like, you know, whatever it might be, it's always important to kind of have that reflection and that growth and kind of see where you're progressing at. And again, that's really important. So I encourage everybody to do so. Bullet journals. Fantastic. Love them recommend highly recommend so give them a shot if you're into it as well took me a little while to get into them i will admit got them as a like a kind of a little present if you will or or just a little gift uh, back in 2019 took me a little while to implement them but by 2020 i started to really get rolling on that front and, and i've gone through several 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 notebooks and journals now just little tiny pocket journals works really well but again find what works for you the important part is just taking time to reflect and seeing how far you've progressed and how much progression you're making and where you're stumbling and how you can kind of adjust to make things continue to progress at the pace that you want to. I want to now talk about what I've learned from my podcast this year, because this is one, again, if I were to go back in time and kind of reset the podcast, I probably would go back in time and do so. It was something that I started as a hobby. Uh, Again, I'm a sports broadcaster by trade two years professionally in the St. Louis market in that area after I graduated college where I studied broadcast journalism. So for me, when I wanted to talk about these more positive solutions and talk business with founders who are solving these issues through startups, through business, through nonprofits, uh, you know, my first guess was, no, I'll just do a radio show and talk to people. Well, today, obviously, that's turned into a podcast, but I didn't put too much business thought into it because I already had a business at the time. And it was something that was more for my own personal satisfaction and a hobby that I wanted to do. But that was a mistake because as I kind of slowly started doing it, I started to realize that other people want to listen to this and they would like to hear about it. And I started seeing that there's a bit of a business plan here and something that I kind of took for granted at the time. So what I really learned this year is is ways and steps that I need to take to turn the podcast into a true business. And I've been doing so the last several months. We have a newsletter now. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, obviously, the Instagram is growing. We're producing episodes. I'm trying to get more into YouTube shorts on that front and different social media channels. Not sure about TikTok. I just don't know if it's my vibe. I really don't. But, uh, you know, that's okay. You also have to find things that work for you, right? So we'll see. I might explore to TikTok. But for the most part, YouTube shorts, the reels on Instagram. You know, I started doing kind of those initial trendy reels with the dancing and all that type of stuff. And that ain't me. No way. No way. No how. I can't do that. And I don't enjoy doing that. What I enjoy doing is 
sharing positive facts, things that are optimistic and solutions that are happening, positive news of the week for those that follow me and see that on a regular basis, right? I love to share those kind of three stories that are positive and optimistic, sharing the solutions that these founders have by using a did you know kind of stat and video on that front where I'm talking directly to the camera, that direct to camera content. Those are things that I'm good at and something that I've seen to get better trending and some better traction through there as well. You know, the Instagram really uh, on social media took a bit of a stall earlier in the year and late in spring. And it wasn't until about late summer and into the fall that I started to kind of get that engagement in the the trajectory back that I was looking for on that front. And a large part of that was finding the content that I was comfortable creating that showed my authenticity and, and that I enjoyed what I was doing. You know, I learned that people can really easily see on social media if you're passionate about what you're doing or if you're not. And so being able to adapt to that and trusting myself and my social media manager and what she's been able to do to help me out with that content kind of content creation on that front has been a big plus for me and it's been a big growth prospect so i learned that that is going to be better effective for my podcast than just trying to do things to be forced things that are forced generally don't end as well so that was one thing that i really learned as well another thing is trying to adapt my podcast to the different listeners that we have, right? I have listeners that are conscious consumers who are looking for tips to buy for more sustainable brands or brands that align with their values. And then I also have other startup founders who listen to the podcast who are curious in these solutions and things of that nature as well, right? So it's kind of trying to find that blend of your persona and where they hang out as well. And I've been able to kind of identify that from LinkedIn audience to my Instagram audience to my traditional just kind of download the episode audience as well. That's been super important for me too. Another thing is that I have to be more comfortable being myself. One thing that I'm not super comfortable with with the podcast is putting the emphasis on me and putting the emphasis on me as the individual that's kind of carrying it, right? I mean, it's my show. I'm the one that's running it. I'm the most consistent thing about this podcast. And yet sometimes I don't like that attention and what that brings. And I've been learning that it's important to kind of put myself out there more, uh, put myself out there for you all so that you all can see what I want and learn about what I'm doing and things of that nature so that you can learn about it as well because you share those same interests and things of that nature. And I'm learning how important that is to be there for your listeners and your audience a little bit more. And I think that was something that I kind of lacked on early on. And it's something that's always important to move forward with and recognize your flaws and what you're not good with and what you're not comfortable with and trying to move forward to see how you can change that and adapt it with you as well. And so that's something that I'm absolutely looking to put into more focus in 2023 is being more of a public figure, if you will, for lack of a better word, uh, on that front, doing more kind of these solo episodes, putting myself out there more with my opinions uh, and putting myself out there to really to show what I'm passionate about and to see what type of response I get for that. Right. And I think that's important. And there's a lot of great content that can be created on that front as well. Another thing that I've noticed and, and is a demand for articles and things of that nature in written form. I think that's an important part and something I plan to implement in Q1 of 2023, which is going to be a website that's going to be more robust for the podcast on that front as well. That includes articles, that includes more features on the guests that I have, links to the episodes, links to the video episodes and things of that nature as well. There's a lot of good kind of platforms that can go into it, sharing that impact investment news and social entrepreneurship and things of that nature. So that's what I've kind of learned for the podcast in and of itself. There are still some more things that I kind of need to work on. But as as a whole, this is a business and I've learned it kind of a little bit the hard way that it is a full-time job and trying to balance that with my technology consulting and my part-time job was as a CTO for, for a company, it's fractional CTO work. 
And then, of course, running the sustainable web agency and trying to make sustainable solutions on the uh, digital ecosystem and on websites, working with clients, trying to get new clients and all of that type of stuff. It really takes a toll. So it's really about balancing time and figuring out how you're going to be able to implement those things. And that's exactly what I need to do at the podcast is put that more as an upfront thing, put myself out there more on social media as an individual and growing my personal brand instead of just the podcast. And I think that I'll start to see some results on that front, but I'd always love to get some feedback from you all. So if you're listening to this and you got some ideas for me, please let me know. Hit me up uh, Instagram or LinkedIn and we can have a conversation about it because I'd love to learn and talk about it some more. I want to share just some awesome startups that we've had on this show as well. I mean, this is something that I'm most excited to talk about and something that I'm really looking forward to into 2023 to add more of these people and whatnot to my show. But man, it's so cool. I mean, the last episode to kind of close out the year was about mindful drinking and a mindful drinking company with Ish Spirits, which I think is so important. You know, they have a fantastic non-alcoholic cocktails and spirits and wines and ways that you can really promote mindful drinking. And they're not about either or, you know, it's so cool because, hey, you can have three drinks with alcohol, then why don't you have a couple drinks without alcohol, but they still taste like alcohol. Or why don't you have three drinks with alcohol, then another drink with something that has 2% alcohol, 3% alcohol with a liqueur in your margarita instead of going for the full tequila route, you know, or whatever it might be on that front. So it's really important there. And that's cool. And I've just learned so much from all of the different sectors that we've talked about on this show, whether it be through the healthcare system in the U.S., through mindful drinking, like we talked about, sustainability, investing with the sustainable intentions, learning more about different wellness practices with Mogami Wellness over in Japan. One thing that I did a lot of was women's health. That was something that was uncomfortable for me. I didn't know much about women's health, but it's something that's been neglected in society for a while. So I felt it was important to put aside my feelings of being uncomfortable and focus on trying to highlight those messages as well and being vulnerable in that sense. And so that was really great. You know, we talked to a lot of nonprofits this year who are helping people how to become more literate. You know, the functional functional illiteracy rate here in the U.S. is around 40 percent. And then you have a I Define Me women's empowerment and trying to get young girls to take things into their own hands and move forward. One Acre Fund and what they're doing for regenerative agriculture in Africa. Run the World, which is fantastic for slow travel, more, more importantly, sustainable travel on that front. And then, of course, loads of different brand measuring tools to hold brands accountable, whether that's through Cluey to gives you the A through F grade of your favorite brands or through Finch, which is an Amazon extension that allows you to get better feedback on those, how sustainable the products are that you're looking to buy on that, freeing up more time through Tula and, and simulating local economies as well. And then, of course, some things that really kind of add things to it. Slow fashion is another thing that I learned about this year, uh, which is something new to me. Networking tools, right? Regenerative agriculture was something that I put a big emphasis on, whether that was through Riffle Farms with Liz Riffle earlier on this year back in the spring, or whether it was One Acre Fun, like we already talked about, and then whether it was things like Culinere, uh going forward too on that front. And Culinere, of course, is a place to share recipes. And then Curie, on that front too, which is another place to share recipes, but more importantly, get shopping lists integrated. So there were so many things I learned about, but some of the most consistent things that you learn from these founders is their dedication and their passion. They're very, very passionate about what they're solving for. They're confident that what they're doing is going to work. And more importantly, they have the drive to continue to emphasize and put in these solutions. It's not easy to be a founder. It's not easy to run a nonprofit. It's not easy to run your own business. It's very difficult and there are a lot of challenges and it takes that right mind mindset 
to want to move forward with it on that front. You know, and there's a lot of adaptation. I had the opportunity to stay in touch with Isaac Etter. He's the founder and CEO of Identity. He was the first episode that I really had in 2022. And he has pivoted quite a lot since that initial episode. And we look forward to bringing him on for an update in 2023. But again, it's understanding that things are going to be kind of quick to change, but still being able to adapt and learn from it. And that's what I'm seeing from these founders. And it's helping me in my own business practices itself, being able to adapt on that front. But the biggest thing is just staying positive and passionate about what you're doing is kind of what I'm learning from these founders on that front. And I couldn't I can't stress the importance of that because when you're trying to solve such a daunting issue, you have to be able to kind of break down that macro problem into micro problems and figure out your solutions at a micro level as well. Otherwise, you're going to get very overwhelmed and you're going to get a lot of anxiety and it's probably just not going to work well. So the biggest thing I've learned from all of these founders is to have that grit, have that determination but have that passion for what you're doing as well so that you can really work hard to solve that problem that you're looking for and understand that you're going to get rejected. You're going to have your bruises. You're going to get knocked down, but to determine yourself to come back up, you got to have the passion and the grit to do so. So that's the big thing I've learned about. It's been a fantastic year talking about all the great startups that we've had on the show as well. I mean, again, so much uh, HR solution with Koya, you know, what they're doing to increase employee retention to by recognizing the importance of, of making their employees feel valued through kudos is little things that they can just send their employees on that front is such a great way to do so. And so uh, there's so many great solutions that we talked about. And again, you can always go through and listen to these episodes on Spotify, on uh, Apple Podcasts, and of course, YouTube to a degree as well. But there's so much good stuff going on. You know, another thing I want to use another example is uh, Carly Lake of Isthmus. Isthmus is a slow fashion brand where it's a slow fashion community. It supports and highlights slow fashion brands who are a lot better with that in order to make a better circular economy within fashion. And obviously fashion is a huge part of it. Material goods and consumer purchasing and things of that nature, they rebranded. They decided, hey, Isthmus wasn't going to work. We got to turn into Lucky Sweater. Again, another example of adaptation and they've been doing great jobs and you can follow them on uh, on Instagram, on LinkedIn and, and all the great stuff and download their application on Lucky Sweater. So it's been a pleasure to talk to all these people and, and learn from them as well because it's really important to every single person you meet is probably smarter than you at one thing. There's I can almost guarantee every person you meet is smarter than you at something. It may not be something you care about or something you're interested in, but they're smarter than you at something. And so if you can go in with that mindset and really learn from them and learn from their strengths, it's going to really benefit you as an individual. It's going to humble you and it's also going to make you a better listener and somebody who can apply and learn different things that can be uh, applied directly to your own personal and business life to improve yourself overall. So definitely would recommend that. What I'm looking forward to in 2023, I am hyped. We got some fun stuff planned for the podcast. As long as things can keep on churning and the support keeps coming in, we have this new thing. I just signed up for the service called Pod Inbox that I'm looking forward to implement in 2023, which is going to allow y'all to actually get on the show yourselves. That's right. If you got a comment, you can leave me a voice note, a little voice message within this service, and I'll be able to play it on the next episode. So that could be a book recommendation. Y'all know I like my book recommendations. And so you can get on, tell me your book recommendation. We'll play your audio on the podcast episode, and then boom, we got more book recs 
if you got opinions and things of that nature as well, share them with me and I'll do some more episodes that include more of the Q&A with the audience and trying to understand what type of solutions that we want to be looking and solving for and what that kind of looks like. What are your opinions on it? Do you think it's feasible? Do you not think it's feasible? Looking forward to incorporate shows and episodes kind of like that moving forward in addition to, of course, talking to more and more fantastic founders. As I mentioned before, we already got through February booked out. So I'm really excited to share those episodes with you. We got a nonprofit on the docket. We have a solution for ACs to really solve climate change and the human right issue that comes with that. On that front, we got a more with regenerative and sustainable farming over in Africa, but also through a service that kind of works like Uber, but for tractors. So really interesting on that front to come forward with as well. Uh, we got some other episodes uh, that are planned that I'm really excited about uh, through supply chain management and understanding to make a more circular economy through supply chain investing the antithesis to buy now pay later and instead it's save now buy later for good practices on that front and then of course green marketing and how to be a better uh, business owner to market more greenly so again lots of great episodes coming up a website coming in q1 that you can look for and that's going to be more robust with articles being written out about social entrepreneurship and then about impact investment news coming your way again i plan to grow my personal brand a bit more so expect more videos maybe on youtube shorts and expanding to that linkedin lives hopefully can be on one and you'll be hearing more commentary from me as as well on a personal level that I look forward to implementing on the podcast moving forward. So there's a lot of cool things that I got in mind. Of course, we got the newsletter. I encourage everybody to sign up for the newsletter as well. Uh, that would mean a lot to me. Subscribe to the podcast, rate the podcast, do all that good stuff. You know, that's something that I didn't have at the beginning of the year were ratings. And now I have a ratings on the podcast and they're all five star and that feels great. And that's fantastic. Even on Spotify, uh, which introduced that, you know, halfway through this year, I had an opportunity to do so and, and see that. And that's been great. So really excited for 2023. Love doing this show. It's a passion of mine. If I could make this a, a full-time job, I absolutely would. Unfortunately, the tech pays quite well and I enjoy that payment for now, but I look forward to having the opportunity to reinvest and continue to reinvest into this and hopefully make this a bigger platform uh, that I can really focus full time on because this is the passion. I love to do it. And uh, a large part of me being able to do that is to have the support from the listeners like yourself. So thank you so much for tuning into the show, asking the questions that you ask and for all the support that you give me uh, via social media and via subscriptions and signing up for the newsletter and all of that type of stuff. It means the world to me. And uh, it's been a fantastic 2022. And I'm very excited for 2023. Lots of fun things to approach. But again, I just want to state one more time, you know, the biggest takeaway for me this year was understanding that uh, you have to put an emphasis on a business and you have to adapt things that work well for you. You can't just do stuff because you think it might work. You have to make sure that you're marketing yourself and presenting yourself in a way that's authentic. If it's not authentic, people will snuff it out real quick. And so that's something that I've learned through the show and that I love, not not through the episodes, of course, but through social media and marketing. And then, of course, the founders. It's the grits, the termination. It's the passion. I love to see it from those founders. And I'll continue to look forward to speaking with these founders and learning from them on a regular basis on that front. So for all the listeners out there, you are the most important thing. And I am so happy and grateful to have you all with me for the ride. So thank you so much for following the podcast and for interacting with me. I love the conversations that we have. So continue to message me. Do so via DMs, LinkedIn. I get a lot of messages on LinkedIn, which is great. And then also through Instagram. 
And then hopefully with this new pod inbox, check it out. Links will be in the bio uh, as well. And we can have some conversations. And if you want to just chat with me, reach out, go to my website, chestdeck.com, fill out the form, shoot me an email, and uh, we can set up a time to chat. Love to do so. But I appreciate all the support. Wanted to just do this episode to kind of recap my year, let you all know how I'm feeling and what I'm most looking forward to in 2023, which is to continue to grow this podcast and, and to add more features and to put more of an effort into involving the audience as well and you as listeners, because again, y'all are make the engine that goes. So thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening on this bit of a unique solo episode. And again, I look forward to creating more great content for you to empower more optimistic solutions and to put a focus on positivity as well and highlighting the founders that are working to solve these problems, the nonprofits that are working to improve our society as a whole, to put an emphasis on us as humans doing good and doing what we can to resolve the mistakes we may have made in the past as we're a species that's constantly learning the age of information. And I truly believe that we're going to continue to be successful in what we do to try to create a more equitable world, a world that's better to and more kind to the earth as well, and a world that makes us more kind to each other. So again, looking forward to 2023. Thanks for tuning in and I will hit you and I will learn, or I should say, I will hear from you and speak with you on the next episode in 2023. Thanks for listening to the Talking Solutions Podcast. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode and check out all of our guests on our website at cheshtech.com. That's C-H-E-S-H-T-E-C-H.com to learn more as we continue our mission of supporting impact-driven founders. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Talking Solutions Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talking Solutions. If you liked this episode, I'd really appreciate a review and a recommendation to a friend as we focus on highlighting these great founders and individuals providing solutions to societal problems and bringing optimism into the world.